Welcome to the What If Factor Living Beyond the Question Mark podcast with Dr. Williams, the show that inspires you to live a life without regrets, a life beyond the question mark. And now, let's listen to today's episode. There are two things I remember learning when I was younger. That saying no to my parents when they told me to do something didn't work in my favor. And that the word why was the next most used word in my vocabulary. You see, we've been asking questions since we could speak. We may not have always understood the answers, but it didn't stop us from asking why. I remember my parents telling me not to touch the wood stove in my grandparents' house. And you guessed it. My response was, why? Their rebuttal was, because it will burn you and fire is hot. Can you guess what my next question was? If you said why, then you guessed right. You see, I didn't understand fully the nature of fire and the fact that it could cause me harm. At some point in life, we forget how to question things. More importantly, we forget to seek answers to things that are a mystery to us. We weren't designed to walk through life accepting things as they are without challenging their reason for existence. Every since we gained the ability to comprehend things, we accepted what we were told, and that became the foundation of our thinking until something expanded our views, causing us to question what we understood, thought, and did. I had a professor who loved to throw what I call curveballs into lessons. He asked, how do we know that one plus one always equals two? I looked at him and said, that that is a silly question. If I have one pencil and I pick up another pencil, then I now have two pencils. His reply was, yes, but the rule of one plus one equaling two is not necessarily absolute. I really started to look at him like he was insane. But he went on to say that when two people get married, they become one, not two. He then went on to explain that Romans 15 and 6 is about being on one accord in our worship of the Almighty. His point is we should never just take what we hear as sound gospel without understanding its context and limitations. The same applies to life. We must be willing to ask questions and no matter how uncomfortable the answers may be, still seek them. Just as you live and breathe, you will face questions and uncertainty that has the power to prevent you from chasing your dreams and reaching your place of destiny. Avoiding these questions is a result of fear, societal pressures, and the lack of faith in ourselves. The one thing we must remember is that avoiding these questions only leads to a life of regret. The way we escape regrets is to embrace faith and trust the process and the journey necessary to reach our place of destiny. But let's consider the power of faith for a moment. When leveraged correctly, faith is a powerful force that can guide us through life's challenges and uncertainties. Faith itself is the foundation of hope and the proof of things that we have not yet seen. 
It is the belief in something greater than ourselves and the trust that there is a purpose to our existence. I remember looking at a mustard seed and thinking, this thing is really small. I had to see it because all we need is faith the size of a mustard seed to move obstacles from our path. If it takes something this small to do something so great, imagine if we went all in on faith. Faith is an essential tool for overcoming our pain, fears, and our doubts, because it positions us to walk out of a dry place into a land of more than enough because we stop trying to figure it out in our natural logic and fully submit to God's supernatural orchestration of events. But to the questions we avoid in life, when we think about it, one of the main reasons we avoid chasing our destiny is the presence of uncomfortable questions. I'm not talking about questions like, what should I wear today? Or what should I eat today? I'm talking about questions like who or what am I holding on to that is preventing me from reaching my place of destiny? I'm talking about questions like, why am I so afraid to step out of my comfort zone? I know these questions can be overwhelming and cause us to doubt our abilities. However, it is important to confront these questions head on and seek answers. By doing so, we can gain clarity and understanding that will allow us to move forward with confidence. Know this, just because you don't confront the question does not mean it does not exist. The sun doesn't stop shining just because you refuse to walk outside. Asking these uncomfortable questions leads to a conviction to do the work necessary to make the changes you need to get on track toward your destiny. Let me give you a hard truth. Are you ready for this? You are afraid to fail. You have somehow allowed yourself to believe that failure means you are not good enough. And because of this, you avoid anything where you cannot predict a successful outcome. We end up in the fear of failure trap because we are more concerned with the thoughts of others than taking the steps that will lead to learning and growth. Failure is a tool that provides us with invaluable resources and insights that can guide us towards success. I like Tim Kennedy's mantra. He says, hurry up and fail. I like to say it's about an eagerness to get to the learning and growth phase. But if you never allow yourself to fail, if that is actually the outcome, then you never allow yourself to mature. So instead of fearing failure, we should embrace it as an opportunity to discover what works and what doesn't. By reframing failure in this way, we can overcome our fear of it and take more risk in pursuing our destiny. Let me give you another truth. You are a lifelong learner. The day you stop learning is the day you cease to exist. At that point, you have graduated from this plane of existence. But until that happens, you are constantly in a state of learning and growth. In the process of learning to embrace failure, 
we arrive at the concept of the mustard seed and moving by faith. Moving by faith means we turn off our natural sight, start trusting God and believe that provisions have been made for us. It requires us to let go of our need for control and surrender to a greater plan. When we move forward by faith, we can overcome the questions and doubts that hold us back. Just as we cannot serve two masters, you cannot look forward while also looking back. What's behind you provided you with the knowledge on what to do and not to do moving forward. Its existence is not intended for you to dwell in it. Have you ever seen someone walking backward? Now, I'm not talking about moments when we back up to take a different route. I'm talking about someone who gets from point A to point B by walking backward alone. Understand this, looking back creates uncertainty, but looking forward creates optimism. Looking back creates fear, but looking forward creates courage. Looking back creates generational curses, but looking forward breaks chains. Looking back creates regrets, but looking forward creates self-actualization. If you are looking for life lessons, they are not as hidden as you may think. There is a lesson in everything we think, say, and do. If we are mindful of the lesson to be learned, then we gain an awareness that the key is to ask ourselves the right questions, no matter the answers. When the answer is revealed, then we must prepare to do the work necessary to obtain the life we seek. Thank you for tuning into another episode of The What If Factor, Living Beyond the Question Mark podcast with Dr. Williams. If you would like more information about The What If Factor and where to purchase the book, please visit thewhatifactor.com. Until next time, remember, in the grand tapestry of life, every thread, vibrant or dull, contributes to a masterpiece that captures the essence of our unique journey. As always, our prayer for each of you is that you prosper and be in good health.